Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk podcast. I'm Eric Sorensen, joined by Sammy Henderson, John Goodat in the trailer, ready for another episode of just talking sports today. That's right. You know, we uh, we we always have this intro, but I think we need another song. I think you're right. I think we need another song. It's just so fitting. There's a there's a gold ball back in the Kittitas Valley. Sing it. That's right, baby. The parade going through town on Sunday. That's right. We are the champions. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Ellensburg girls basketball program. Cutting, cutting them nets down. Bringing home the gold ball, baby. Does it feel good? Yeah. In a dominant fashion. Right. It was not even close. They shut down some really really good teams that look pretty elementary. Yeah. I that was honestly the bad podcast guy, but that was the first game I had seen of them playing. And we watched it on TV. Man, those girls are good. God, they're fast. They're it, just super athletic. Yeah. Just They're just really 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 good and uh you know, they've they beat a bunch of state caliber teams mm-hmm. at multiple levels. Correct. Moses Lake is a 4A school. They beat Moses Lake early in the season. Bad. Mm-hmm. Moses Lake made it to the first or second day of state in the 4A. So Ellensburg is just, they were just so, so dominant. And I felt, I would say I felt bad for Burlington Edison. I don't. No. I'm a, I'm a Bulldog <laughs> fan, right? Yeah. That was a good team. And they just, they didn't have a prayer. I mean, there was... Multiple times when Ellensburg would shut them down for half of a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so four minutes where B.E. didn't score a point. Yeah. And then like six minutes where they didn't score a field goal, but they got a couple of points on the charity stripe or something like that. I mean, they got shut down. Yeah. And uh, just so much fun to watch. And I'm glad I got there. We got there at 3.30, and the stands were packed already yeah. for the 5 o'clock game. Well, you had the old – the perfect storm for that sundom you had the ellensburg girls playing and you had half of linden playing in the yeah. linden christian boys and girls right. and linden right. boys playing yeah and that that town travels just as about as ellensburg does that's 30 minutes away and yeah john it looked awesome it looked so full of people it, it was it was really fun uh you know i saw tons of people from the county yeah so tons of ellensburg people obviously mm-hmm. uh and then a lot of kid people saw some cleveland people there just really cool to see like a county representation yeah um i thought the uh, the student section did phenomenal they were they were very good they had a lot of chatter and stuff that that part is fun i mean i'm in my mid 40s don't look like it thank you for agreeing with me that's right but i mean i even then in my old age i appreciate the fans just brought it it was really fun i'm i'm glad we made it and now as a fan in the stands at what point did you sit back, relax, and be like, you just won the state championship? Because for me, I was in Lacey watching Central right. in the GNAC tournament. I'm watching it on my phone. I get to about midway through the second quarter, and I'm like, it's almost halftime. Kind of click it off. Like mm-hmm. At that point, I knew. I was like, man, they're state champions. So, yeah, yeah I think, you know, because – Burlington, they had a lead. You know, they they opened up with a three zero lead. Or <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a friend next to me ask me like, "When's the last time they trailed?" And I was like, "That's what I was I don't thinking. Know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too." I was like, "Okay, you know, I'm not nervous. Right. You know, you got so much game, and it wasn't like they were like destroying us or anything like that. They just whatever came out hot, and but I was never worried. So to answer your question, never worried, never in doubt. Part of that was confidence, but most of it was just like. I mean, I was watching. You could play. see it. You could just you could tell. See it, right. You could just tell. They play a different brand of basketball. They're we knew, so we knew that at the beginning. I know. I remember just saying, so good. "I would take. I would. I would not be afraid to put my money on the line against them against any team any in the state, any classification." You know, I would yeah. love. I would love to see like a post postseason tournament. I would love to see Ellensburg against Woodenville, the four A girls. Right. Yeah. You know. I mean, not saying that. It would be a 15-point, 17-point win or whatever it was, but 
I would like to see Ellensburg against them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's just, I mean, we have so much college-level talent on that team. And we're still, at the end of the year, won a state championship saying to ourselves, how good is this team? Yeah, I know. We, we still don't know. We don't know how good know. they actually <laughs> are. Yeah. And we got you some know? really good talent who was getting some playing time and everything right. like that, waiting mm-hmm. in the wings. I was just in, it was so much fun. And, you know, a couple of people in the stands were complaining about, ah, oh, they're they're getting fouled or, you know, we're getting called for fouls. I'm actually okay with that. I used to think like, oh, if you only fouled once or twice in the whole game, that's good because you're playing a clean game. But I had a coach once tell me, you know what, fouls are good, you know, because if it intimidates the, the opposing team to not, you know, drive in the lane for two or something like that, then it's a good quality foul and you, right. and you make them hesitant. And so I was fine with the fouls. Were being, I mean, I'm not a coach and I'm, you know, I'm not Jeff or Dom or, or any other players or anything like that, but – it, it made sense. I was fine with all the fouls. I was a little bit frustrated with there was a few fouls that I didn't think we were getting on the other end. Whatever, I'll stop. It doesn't matter now, right? We won by twenty. So, um, but just those, those ladies are relentless. Yeah. They are just so good, and they're just you can they're just reading each other's minds and so much eye contact and and uh, in terms of like they can just read each other's. It was yeah. awesome. It was so a much finely fun tuned machine watching them play basketball. Mm-hmm. That's the I think to me that's the w- best way to describe what I saw. Yeah, because it was just so fluent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we yeah. go back natural. Last time we were on the pod, we were like, "Oh, this Washougal game is going to be huge. First time we're tested all year." We jump out to like eighteen to two, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, well, how good is Washougal?" We saw Tumwater lose. We saw Tumwater lose. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, you know, and all these teams that were right rated high, mm-hmm. Hudson's Bay, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe the CWAC got a little disrespect. They didn't get much love. Prosser made the semifinals and gave Burlington Edison a game. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. And they finished third in state. I know. It's so seated eleventh, I believe. Yeah, and I, I that shows the CWAC right there. Right. I, I, uh, I never really did answer your question. When, when did, when did I realize? Right. I want to say late second quarter. I look <laughs> at the bench of, of BE, and they're you know cheering on, but. They were done. Yeah. They were done. You <laughs> that's know. Awesome. And that's no disrespect to them. It, it, they clearly were a, a very, very good team. Very tested. A lot of state uh, um, experience. But I want to say about two-minute mark into the second quarter, and they were done. They were done. I haven't done any homework on this, but I, I feel very confident saying this has got to go down as one of the top two-way schools Ever. Yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You go look at the numbers and what they do on the defensive end and their margin of victory. Mm-hmm. I, it, I would, I'd be shocked to see more than two or three teams being able to compete with that. Yeah. Well, and it was yeah. about half, almost second, almost halftime when my dad pointed out, when's the last time Burlington scored? And <laughs> I went back to is. our Facebook post of the scores and I was like, well, the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. yeah. And I mean, the strange thing is that's not mm-hmm. uncommon. I know. Yeah. But they did it in the state championship. Game. I know, I know. I think it's a pretty safe bet. That I don't know how long they wait for this. I mean that that team will be in the Ellensburg Hall of Fame, their athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, they need to be. It's just a matter of time before they graduate and, and come back. Right. And and there's multiple and, reasons for that. State title, mm-hmm. undefeated, yeah. just just crushing defense. Yeah. Or, um, you know, post high school caliber talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's four reasons right there why that's a Hall of Fame team. Yeah, um, just incredible. Yeah, In, incredible. I'm so glad we we got to go see him. I'm so glad that the, the community got to see him. I mean, that Sundome was packed. Yeah, it was packed. It looked packed from the TV. Yeah, like all the way up to the cheap seats. That all the way. Even, yeah, all the way. And if you see, there's a there's a couple of photos. I think on the what is it the Bulldog Hardwood Club or whatever that Facebook page is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of those photos where not only is it packed, but people are stand or you know sitting in the in the walkway or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. And you could see the line of the curtain, the visibility of the court from yep. like the other side of the the, the Sun Dome, and that's yeah. just so cool. So congratulations to them. That's just bringing a state championship home for especially. What in our community, you know, through the runs of Kittitas basketball, through the baseball runs of Ellensburg, and 
it's just what small town athletics is all about. Right. And then to see the pictures of them having their parade on Sunday, like they yeah. didn't waste any time. Yeah. We yeah. got to get this parade going now. Now. And I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it, it, it's kind of a, if you think about it, almost for basketball, they've been a factor at state yeah. for many, many years. I want to say, was it, was it right? White River, Kayla Standish's yes. senior year. I think mm-hmm. they took second that year. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if it was White River or whatever team they lost yeah. to in the in the final. Uh, multiple, you know, top four finishes, multiple. I mean, there was a year where State went through them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, this is an exclamation point on, on a dominant program. And my the the, the coaches, the, the parents, the players, the volunteer staff. I mean, I'm telling you what, I got to give a shout out to the Lonesburg Band, too. Oh, They're yeah. so powerful, so fun. Yeah. Um, just tons of basketball fans there. I was just, uh, just a really fun Saturday night. Yeah. It was. And, and for not only that, it was a fun couple of days of, and I felt like other than the Tumwater seating from the committee, cause it's RPI now for this season, it's a part of it, but there's a committee that seeds this. Mm-hmm. Right. And the RPI is a tool to seed it now. And they might've got that one wrong. I'd safe bet. But I felt like through the – I watched quite a bit of the 2B state tournament and watching the scores of the 2A and even the 1A, I thought there was a lot of really close games this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was games coming, like, I got to go back to work, but this game has two minutes left and I can't quite leave the TV. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got to find out what Yeshiva or how, how's the school Northwest from – Northwest Yeshiva. Yeshiva, yeah, 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 yeah. How are they going to win? And yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun week, you know. As much as a, of a baseball guy I am and it's spring sports time, Gosh, things shut down on on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, you got it's just so much fun to watch that. And, yeah, and thank God for SWX carrying the two B tournament. And, yeah, because like when we got home, I got I got home in time from practice on Saturday to watch Ellensburg, and then I flip over to SWX and I watch the two B Warden girls win their first Warden state championship. Girls. Yep, and then and then leading into the next was was pulling up on YouTube and watching Central Women, yeah, win the GNAC tournament and punch their ticket to the net, and they're. Flying right now, I believe, heading to wherever they're going. Yeah, yeah. Cal State East Bay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was an amazing tournament. Yeah, I tell us. No, about Sammy it. was there. I, went, you were there. I, I caught every game, and you were looking good. Thank you. I saw you I plenty of times it. on the stream. I waved at you so many times yeah. on TV. Yeah, <laughs> you were so annoying because I was probably like, "Hey, Sammy, I see you. I see you. I see you." Our text thread going. Yeah. Sammy, we see you. You Sammy, look good, man. Hey, but he did confirm popcorn is better at St. Martin's. Then Nicholson, so we got to step our popcorn game Absolutely. Up. It's fresh, and I think that's the difference. Yeah. That's, hear me now, Central, fresh popcorn. Step it up. Yeah. Uh, but you get more bang for your buck at Ellensburg. Yeah, you get more. Uh, it was a It was a great tournament. Uh, MVP goes to Samantha Bowman, who was, if you've never watched, she is a relentless rebounder. I mean, nonstop worker, and she deserved every piece of that hardware. Uh, watching Randy, we first played Simon Fraser. They won a, a real tight game there, and then and then moved on. Played Anchorage, who we hadn't beat in 19 games. That that's insane, isn't that insane? So 19 games. That's basically basically 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, basically wow. 10 years. We hadn't beat them, and we took it to them. Uh, I don't want to say it was light work. Those girls played hard, but it was convincing win. And then Western in the final, you had the Central Western matchup, and those girls just. I mean, from the lead, they jumped out on them, and they just never gave the lead back. And it was fantastic to watch uh, Cassidy Malcolm, Player of the Year, which we haven't talked since since those. Oh yeah, Cassidy Malcolm, Player of the Year, Ellensburg. So we get Player of the Year, and then we get GNAC Tournament Player of the Week, basically. Correct. Oh man. And so yeah, they got to punch their ticket. They're in. They're the number two seed. They play uh, Nazarene. Now, don't get me started on that bracket. Because they're, they they're making the, the GNAC, GNAC kill each other. Side. It's like yeah. another GNAC tournament. Yeah. That's terrible. So I, I don't fully get that. GNAC got screwed all the way around from women's side to men's side. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about the men here. But. Yeah. Uh, but Randy, Coach Randy, amazing. Those girls were came prepped. They came ready. And uh, they they executed. And I, I, I expect them to keep moving in, in the tournament. You know, there's no disrespect to some of the quality central teams in the past. And I know it's easy for me to say because they won the GNAC tournament, but the the caliber of player seems it it's different. It it's different. I remember when we when Westman would beat us by twenty, and those players were just it was just a different caliber of of talent that we were going to. And and so were there Randy, now. 
What's that? We're there now. Yeah, and and, mm-hmm. and so the the Randy Coach Randy and her staff. I mean, they must be incredible recruiters. And then talent recruits talent. Uh, we've all seen it. Uh, I'm just I'm thrilled because I'm thrilled for what it's done right now. I'm thrilled for what it's doing. If somebody's on the fence, you know, do I do a Western? Do I do a Central? Do I fly up to and, and play for Alaska, or do I try to? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think that uh, I just hope. I hope recruits see it. And I hope fans see it as well, because um, you and I, we, I always talk about it. if Nicholson's not a sellout, then I'm upset. Like fans yeah. need to see like the talent that this it was. It was a high. Women the doing. women's team was playing a high quality basketball. I mean, you watch their games, and you're like, they're going to hit ninety. I know that's they're, the they're going to hit ninety. Mm-hmm. It's a. It feels like sometimes it's a faster pace than the I men. Know. Yeah. And I don't mean the central men. I mean men. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It, yeah. it is they're moving and they're physical and it's so they're so much fun to watch and yeah. they, bowman and malcolm will beat you up yeah yeah <laughs> they will physically like if dominate you there would be my security if i needed a absolutely leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i need help yeah. yeah so i but i agree with you on the bracket you know we're playing n and you um uh i'm not i don't want to say i'm not worried about that matchup i'm just more frustrated with in after two games, there's only going to be one GNAC team left, and, and I don't, I don't know why they did that. It seems like they can manipulate. They do that in football, manipulate like, yeah. you know, you don't want to play your first round opponent from your own league. I don't understand why they could they have won. went and made Anchorage a five seed. Exactly, they over. could have flip flopped. You know, yeah. and even yeah. NNU, if, if if they wanted, NNU could have been an eight, and yeah. you know, uh, so it. I guess the only the sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. the only good thing is. I mean, we have four GNAC teams in. Tons of respect for the GNAC, which is the exact opposite for the men, but tons of respect for the GNAC yeah. to have four of the eight seeds. Absolutely. Um, I'm just I'm just thrilled. And I believe we beat East Bay in November. We, one of their two losses came to us preseason. Yeah. All right. And so, I don't want to look too far ahead. But it I, shows you that we're capable of beating it. One, we know we can beat anybody on our side because we've done it already. Yeah. Yeah, you know we beat Western twice. Yeah, this this year, mm-hmm. and so, and we beat East Bay, who's the top team over there. So we're coming in. We're not necessarily scared of anybody. I just, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I will be glued to the TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What time's I'm, tip on that game? I don't know. I don't know. Tomorrow. Uh, GNX Sports. It's Friday. Wildcats. I think it's Friday. It's Friday, Saturday, Monday. Mm-hmm. I got a guy in the research department that's going to have that for us okay. shortly. Well, while you're researching that, we talk about tons of GNAC respect for the women's bracket. Tony, what? Uh, we can't share our text message conversations <laughs> on the podcast, but there was some no. colorful language and let's, between let's the Let's take it back us. through the tournament. Central yeah. comes into the week, sixth in the in the region. Mm-hmm. They're ranked sixth, and uh, St. Martin's fifth. And Wildcats go. They take care of Billings, who had their number all yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and, and they convincing win over Billings. Uh, Western Oregon upsets uh, St. Martin's. Yeah. And so in, in my one seed St. Martin's. In yeah. my head, I'm like, okay, that's good. That's going to drop St. Martin's behind us. We picked up a win. They picked up a loss. That theoretically moves us into fifth at least. Yeah. Uh, we end up beating Western Oregon, playing uh, Alaska Fairbanks in the finals, take a heartbreaking loss uh, to Fairbanks. They stuck it to us. They, they played better than we did. Uh, we take a loss. Congrats to, to both Coleman and Greg on yep. punching their ticket and winning the GNAC tournament. But after the weekend, I see Pomona, who was, I be- believe they were 7th or 8th. Catapult over us. They lost their only game. Granted, they played San Marcos, who's 2nd in the yep. region, but they lost their only game of the CCA tournament. Yep. So they go 0-1. We go 2-1. St. Martin's goes 0-1. Don't forget Point Loma. I believe they lost in the... I think they lost in the semifinals mm-hmm. of the MacWest team. Right. And They're somehow right. we drop from six out. Granted, yeah. there's two teams. So you got Fairbanks and Academy of Art who mm-hmm. weren't even a factor. Were, on weren't in paper. the top ten. Yeah. But Academy of Art jumps us. That not only not only do they jump the seven spot or the, they jump to six. Yeah. And Pomona goes to seven. And so if, if you know, doing that takes us out, which it doesn't make sense to me to go from six and the team ahead of you lost. Yeah. And the team behind you lost. You and went you two go and to one. The final. You go to the final and you somehow drop three spots. 
in strength of schedule, I get Academy of Art must have had after their wins, and they beat good teams. They beat teams that are yeah. going to regionals. And so I understand you want to move them up to six. I, you know what? I get that. They showed that they're beating teams at the right time of the year, and maybe they were 11, and they found their way up to six. You know, great. Um, but the rest of it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. I, I think that um, it doesn't surprise me that the CCAA got four teams. They were, of the three leagues, I think they had the most, I mean, they were they were the dominant league of the three teams. Mm-hmm. But what surprises me is, and I wish I had these stats in front of me, I believe the GNAC had an okay, a decent record against CCAA and PacWest. Yes. And the PacWest, in my opinion, really, 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 really top-heavy. But the teams that were middle of the road or bottom were terrible Correct. nothing against those teams whereas the GNAC it's almost like we got punished for beating each other up so that doesn't mean we're bad maybe we're just all equally good I don't I don't know I'm biased I'm still ticked off yeah um, I'm I'm happy for Fairbanks because we saw this level of talent with Fairbanks I mean Spar and company those guys recruited well and you know we talked about it with Coleman like all the adversity a team has had to go through, they only suited up. I think they suited up eight guys, but only seven played. They really, only played about all seven. four games. Yeah, I mean, so they have no <laughs> reserves. Guys are playing like thirty-six to forty minutes a game. I mean, that's tough. And mm-hmm. so my hats off to them. But I, I do think Central got got the shaft mm-hmm. and um, whatever. You know, they, is that fuel to the fire? I don't know. Uh, hopefully, Renta and, and crew can. Um, use that as motivation or bulletin board material, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. fun tournament, fun to watch. It was it was Great a fun upsets. tournament. Western Oregon with the the game winning three against St. Martin's. I mean, it was yeah, it really, was, yeah, it's sitting yeah. right there. It was coming right at me. I'm like, oh, this is wild. Like it was cool. Game winner yeah. to, to beat the top seed and move on. Uh, it was really awesome. There were some really good games. Uh, I think I only missed one of the games. The first week, first day was split site, so we. Went to the central game at SPU, then we went to Lacey. Mm. Uh, but when I went to Lacey, I think the only game I missed was the Western Montana State Billings girls game because we were like, let's get some food. Yeah. I don't no. really care to watch either of these yeah. two teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could both lose and it'd be okay. That's right. Do we see for 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 the women, I see Central going. For the men, do we see Fairbanks knocking off uh You know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count them out with how they're playing at the end. I mean they played sound defense they gave us fits they gave everybody they played fits and yeah. you look at the matchups when they played uh i forget who they played it was a uh anchorage size wise and looking at them like and western oregon uh we didn't, they didn't play western oregon, but uh you see in alaska anchorage they it seemed like they were just mismatched but they played i don't know what they did well i, I couldn't tell you um, exactly what it was, but they played hard. They played sound defense. They, you know, they I turn the ball over. Maybe they're going to be. You know, I don't even like to reminisce about it, but the year that we went twenty six and four, two thousand eleven, number one seed. You know, we got knocked off in the in the first in the first round there, which I'm still not over eleven years ago. But uh, yeah, you know that Same. the <laughs> Cinderella story was BYU Hawaii, which I believe was six. You know, the sixth seed. Yeah, six or seven. And they went all the way to the. The national final Correct. before we're losing. So maybe Fairbanks is going to play and that we knew, role. We, I, mean, I talked at the beginning of the year. They were my Fairbanks is my favorite to win the conference. Yeah. And you were like, no, SPU, and then yeah. Fairbanks second. And yeah. Boy, how bo- bo- we were both wrong on all of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, really going, wrong. but going back, <laughs> even when we talked to Coleman a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were saying, you guys are the most dangerous team coming in here. Everybody knows what you're capable of if yeah. you play well. And, you know, Shadid Shabazz was, he was the MVP, and rightfully so. I mean, he was. What forty-one points he pumped in yeah. in the first game, yeah. and when he decided to go and take over a game, there wasn't a lot people could do about it. He's so fast, and then defensively, I mean, he he gave Xavier Smith Player of the Year for Central. Fits, yeah. Like he he was he was unable to get going in in that game in the championship game, and so to have a player of, of that caliber, and Coleman Coleman will do everything. He'll rebound. He's not yeah. necessarily looking to score, but. He gets an open shot. He's going to take it, but he plays great. He he plays the five. Yeah, you know they have a guys taller than him on the court, but he yeah. he's guarding the center. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. he's 
he's willing to take that matchup. And so they, they play hard and they were playing together. And uh, you find that at this level, you're going to, you're going to beat somebody. Yeah. Even on a good day. You talk about, uh, you know, uh, X not having the greatest game in the final. Um, let's talk about the fact that for the GNAC men, X is the player of the year. For mm-hmm. the GNAC women, Malcolm is the player of the year. GNAC tournament, uh, Bowman is the, the player of the, of the tournament. That just shows that Ellensburg has got some really, really good We've talent. got some great talent. X is phenomenal. And it, it would have been great to see, you know, yeah. f- him get in his groove because – even deed up, sometimes that guy will put up numbers. You're like, yeah. grief. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, it's phenomenal to have that much talent coming through here, and it's cool. And I'm, I'm sure uh, Coach Renta is going to take a couple weeks to digest. I'm As angry as we are, mm-hmm. he's way more invested than we are. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm yeah. sure it's eating him alive, but uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll come back with, with some good guys and make another run at it. I hope so. <laughs> All the stages of grief. It's longer for coaches. 100%. It's a lot yeah, longer. You could probably say a thing or two about that. Especially when it's your occupation like that. Yeah. I bet that just eats you a little yes. bit. Uh, the Central women play at 2.30 on Friday. Man, I just don't get Central, Northwest Nazarene, and then Western Washington, Alaska Anchorage. The winners play each other at 5 o'clock the next day. Mm. What's the point of a GNAC tournament when you can just do it in regionals? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As long as we're the ones in regionals. That's right. That's right. That's right. As long as we can get in there. This has been a few years since Central's been in regionals. Uh, the Central women. Very long. I think Jeff had a team, Whitney. In 2003, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, they had was. a really good record, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I want to say almost like close to 30 wins, somewhere like it, that. It was, uh, you might be confusing that with the Gary Frederick area, era, but. Uh, or one of I mean, the very, very teams. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's been. It's been a long time, and Central's had some good teams at, at you know at certain points of of the calendar, but uh, this one by far, my mm-hmm. goodness, yeah. great, great, uh, great season for them that continues. Yeah, two thirty on Friday. Two thirty Friday. Yeah, I'll be getting ready for a jamboree. You will. I ain't gonna be watching that one, but I'll be getting I'll be getting some text messages from you guys probably. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely <laughs> the updates of that one. But yeah, I guess it's, you know local news. We're kind of in that wool right now between. Winter and spring. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of national stuff that, oh, oh Ooh, gosh. Oh. Did you guys? Twitter was on fire this week. It was. Like, literally. I kind of expected it. I didn't. Okay, a week ago, I would have been like, no, he's staying. But within the last four days, it's like, I bet Russell Wilson's gone. And sure enough, he's gone. And it was his choice is what I understand. Well, I mean, He didn't want to be here anymore. He had to waive the no trade clause. So, I mean, at some level, it's his choice. I was just surprised it was Denver. Yeah, it's cold. I guess you can throw the ball, ball further there. And the, you have to get past Pat Mahomes. And Justin Herbert. And he's, yeah. No yeah, that's, that's, a, it's, that's a tough Denver. Denver a, was always talked about as a landing place for Aaron Rodgers if he wanted to leave Russell Wilson because they have offensively pieces. They have a great running game. They've got young, dynamic receivers. Uh, we did end up taking their really good tight end, so that hurts yeah. them a little bit. Uh, and they have a new coach coming in. It's supposed to be an offensive genius, really good. That's his forte. And so the fit, I see. I, I see it. And um, I want I, I, I want to cry, but not because Russ is gone, but because I spent my whole childhood being a Seahawks fan for a team that didn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. looking for a quarterback, spending 20-plus years looking for a quarterback. And I'm terrified we're going to go through that again. Yeah. Because if you want sustained success, I mean, we might have, you know, if we don't find that guy a year or two of good playoff football, but you want s- sustained success, you got to have a quarterback. you, you got to have it. And so we're only going to go as far as, as, a, as a franchise with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea where that's coming from. Come on, he's putting it on a silver platter for you to say who our next quarterback don't, should Don't be. say it. Don't say it. I already tweeted it. <laughs> Gardner <laughs> Minshew, come to Seattle, take us to the promised land, and beat the Broncos again in the Super Bowl. Sorry, that I'm still bitter. <laughs> I just, I'm just i fired. I almost took my jersey to Goodwill. Oh, I was so mad. I'm not mad at the guy. Personally. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm sad. Really? I'm sad he's gone, but I'm not mad at the guy. I mean, no, I'm kind of mad. Really? Uh, not really. 
like at the stages of grief we just talked about, right. I'm still like going through that. Like, oh, it's okay. I, I go to, you know, he had his gripes about what he felt he wanted. He wanted to be protected. We haven't protected him since he got here. Yeah, that's right. Not once. And we that's invested not a in offensive line. either. Hey, I'd like to not pick myself off the turf. We go pay an offensive line. Right. And so, and, and it sounds like from things that I'm hearing that, that, you know, Pete has his ways of how he wants to play football. And it focuses on defense, field position, running mm-hmm. the ball, getting turnovers, you know, and then Russ, you know, be, be awesome when we need you to be awesome. Yeah. And I think Russ wanted to be like, I am awesome, and I want you guys to treat me like I'm awesome, and let's go do things. And yeah. I think they tried that. It's just I, I don't think it's it's Pete's way of doing it. And so for Russ, I get it. You know, he doesn't have a ton more years. Does he really want to spend it here? I, you know, so I don't hate the guy. I'm sad. I wish he was here. I thank him for what he did. Go ahead. No. No, I did. I, I did kind of smile at the opportunity that we could go back and buy a defense right now and 100%. have the Legion of Boom days. Are we going to be able to get the right pieces? That was a, such a special group. You can't compare that to what we need. Well, and that's the thing about the rebuild. You get all these picks. You got to make them. You got to make them. You got to get. You got to hit somewhere on them. You got to get some guys. Yeah. Or I've heard rumors too that we might use it to trade for Deshaun Watson. I saw that on ESPN today. I didn't click on the link. Wouldn't Wouldn't that be? Isn't he in trouble? Yeah, potentially. That's that's (laughs) the holdup. Yeah, is that he may or may not be in jail. Way to like sidestep that. Oh, right. But if if he is going to be eligible to play, and and I think he's got some hearings lined up pretty quick that are going to give you an idea of Mm. what he's going to be into. But you never know what the NFL is going to do suspension wise. But yeah. uh, it's it's one of those where if the Seahawks don't want to fully tank and rebuild and go after quarterbacks, that's a, you've got ammunition now with draft picks to make something happen. I already said who's the most. He's he saves you money. He's got a competitive spirit. Dude wouldn't even take a crap because he didn't want to be the number two. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, that's all we need. We'll get defense. And, where, and, where, and where did that get him? Uh, yeah, but <laughs> but he won him a game. He won the Philly, you know, I, Philadelphia. Uh, he is Philly, the yeah. Eagles a game. I think Gardner Minshew is a great media guy. No, I think he's a great <laughs> spot starter. Yeah, and a great backup to have, like a like a safety net. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him to go win us the Super Bowl. Russell we would Wilson. lead the league in fans wearing jorts. Yeah, all right. We would be. We would be cougar flags everywhere. Yeah, there's no. really no quarterback in the draft this year that would be. No, but there is next year. So we'll see what happens if we got rid of Bobby, got rid of Russ. I heard already things about Lockett being traded. I know. Really? What the heck? Yeah. So if that we go to, to me t- means fire sale and tanking then, it, which no disrespect to Minshew or whatever like yeah. that. Do a cheap quarterback, yeah. rack up your picks, and maybe we'll, he'll surprise you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Get you 500, or no, you want to be 500 if that's what you're going to do. You want that first round pick. Yeah, so. you got Bryce Young out of Alabama. Why would get we, some? Yeah, why would we get rid of Lockett, though? Because here's the thing if you think about it now, with what we currently have coming in, we're not going to be good next year. Yeah. Right? And what's, what's the likelihood of like a Quandre Diggs and a DJ Reed now re signing after we got rid of Bobby Wagner? Yeah. You know, like we've got a ton of cap space, ton of it. So we could make moves. Uh, but the same reason we released Bobby. It's these are great guys. They don't have a ton of years left. They're getting older. You know, could they, could we rebuild and have them on here as mentors? Yeah, but you know, they could go on and go play football and do their thing. And I think that's what the, the deal with Bobby was. Was you got about two or three more <clears> good <throat> years in you? Why don't you go play somewhere else where you can fight for a Super Bowl? Yeah, we're not going to trade. Nobody wants to take a twenty million dollar cap hit. Right. For for an aging middle linebacker, as much as I'm upset about Russell Wilson leaving, I'm more upset, and I'm not mad at, at Bobby, but I'm more upset about Bobby leaving for some reason. It's sad, right? It's extremely sad. Oh. I, I just that, that one stung. I was like, oh, Bobby Wagner. That's like, that's like the best dude. You know, I feel like he's a good clubhouse guy. He is. He's and, a, and he's and a great leader. That. Yeah, that bothered me. No more. drama. No issues. no drama. That's just, right plays the game see i don't have the the emotional attachment to individual players i mean i mean i'm just drooling all over 
the Mississippi mustache, right. maybe. But <laughs> How I do don't you not? have. I mean, but who doesn't, right? Yeah, you know, it's just natural. I don't have the. Because I mean, I was jokingly saying, "Hey, all I care about is what my fantasy league is doing," right? Yeah, which is kind of true. Which, by the way, my brother still owes me money for that. But, uh, <laughs> Send uh, checks too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, I just I need to. It, to me, he's a cool guy. You know, has I mean, with all the um, stuff he does with Seattle Children's Hospital. Yeah. So hopefully, he can continue that in Denver. Um, that part. You know, we'll definitely miss. I, but I don't. I don't really have that individual attachment. I just I want to be entertained on Sundays, and yeah, I want to win my. I just had a selfish attachment. I liked winning. Yeah, rest one games. You could give him the ball with a minute left, right? Like that's that was my attachment. I you know there's a lot about rest that I look back and like. I never really know you, Russ. With all your interviews, it's all kind Mm -hmm. of. I don't know. I want to say a show, but I don't. It's not. I don't think it's genuine. And obviously, you know, good dude. Not going to put a lot of his dirty laundry out on the street and cause issues. But um, it wasn't always this. I think smiley as he made it. He made yeah. it seem. So, you know, I think that kind of threw people off after years. Like, okay, well, give us, give us the real Russ. Will you root for the Broncos? Not playing the Seahawks when he's playing. I think I will. I've. I've you know he's part. He's going to retire a Seahawk. We're going to hang his number up. I don't think it ever got to the point to where, like a Earl Thomas, where yeah, he's going to you mm, know right say bad things about the Seahawks. And so I think he's. Uh, I think we hold a place in his heart, and it's time. It was time for him. He thought to move on, and mm. he didn't drag it out and make it nasty. I think he did it about as politely as he possibly could. I don't really root for anybody, but. Yeah, there's no way in heck I'll root for the Broncos in general with Russell Wilson or without him. <laughs> I don't really. Yeah. That goes back to some deep stuff when we were in the AFC. I was Bronco a, Busters. I was Bronco Elway. Busters. I was an Elway fan, so. But yeah. I liked him. I liked Elway, too. I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. I just can't root for him. I don't like retired Elway at all. Yeah. I like player That's, Elway. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's so sad. But even more depressing. We still don't have baseball. Still do not have <laughs> and baseball. John Moreau, I watch. I turn. I can't sleep these days because the season's around. And I wake up at four a.m. for some odd reason. I turn on MLB Network. You wake up at four a.m. thinking about Tri Cities prep or oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> just how are we going to do this today? <laughs> oh, we get to go to Dayton today. Whee! Wow, that's going to be seven Wheels hours. Wheels on get the back. bus go yeah. around and over and. That's over. why you lose sleep. And. I turned on MLB Network, and John Morosi's like, guys, I feel really good today. And I was like, you know, there's certain guys, like Jeff Passan, John Morosi, you know, Ken Rosenthal. And when they come across up, they have an inside source somewhere. I believe it. And he, I went to work today feeling they're going to do it. And then halfway through practice, Mr. Coach Hastings walked out. And I go, did you hear anything yet? And he goes, no. And I pulled up Twitter right away. Boom. And we're canceling more games. Two more weeks. Two more series. It's so sad. I, I, it's so frustrating. And you know what? If you want to watch some baseball, dang it, come out to Kittitas on Friday. That's we got a jamboree. Right. Cleom's coming down. LaSalle, come watch some baseball. It's going to be a nice day. But I, it's, we just, I, I was working the other day, and I, I, I hated that guy that played the trumpet during Mariners spring training games. Da 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 da. You know. Yeah. And I miss him right now. I want to listen to him playing during a Mariners spring training game with some guy I'll never hear his name again pitching for the Mariners in a late right. I don't know. I just, it's very sad. The world we're living in. We seem to be breaking world world events that are going to be talked about for ages in the last three years and so many aspects of life. Yeah. Just get some damn baseball playing already. I, <laughs> yeah. I just want Give to us the break we want. Yes. I want to go brain dead for three hours and watch the Mariners do what they do, I guess. I don't know. What is it they're going to do this year? Well, I hope they win this year. We're going to win the West. Hey, not according to all the experts. Maybe that's what the Seahawks are figuring, man. Well, the Mariners are making some. Maybe it's our time to step back a little bit. Seattle will be worried about the Mariners. <laughs> I don't know. We might be. We might have football before we have baseball. That's a very good possibility. I, <laughs> it's so frustrating, but I don't know. But it's a good time of the year. We got the Pac-12 tournament on the TV. The Cougs are about to pull off a win, I think. 34 seconds left. We got Sammy's Huskies coming up to knock off Utah, hopefully, after this one. And 
you think about how things have changed, and I don't know if this is where we want to go with the podcast or not, but think about this. Uh, two years ago, about we were watching this game mm-hmm. with the world canceling. That's right. And yeah. now we're opening. Wazoo was the last game, right? They won the national championship that year. Last team to win a game. I can't it's a little bit of a stretch, but I understand the mentality. <laughs> you were the one that told me the first time, John. <laughs> I was probably drinking. I don't know. <laughs> well, probably in the same situation right now for me, John. <laughs> but, but yeah, and I'm really fortunate we have this on mute and we're not listening to Bill Walton talk. But anyways. Bill Walton looks like he's still uh, <laughs> doing his... Uh, Medic- medicinal routine, hundred percent, guaranteed. But, well, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll Sounds come good. back with something to wrap this thing up. Actually, I have a question to wrap it up. So sweet. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Kittahass Valley Sports Talk listeners, Eric Sorensen here. And are you a fan of local sports in the Kittahass Valley? Do you have a business you want to grow? Maybe get your business's name out in the community or just simply support local coverage of local athletics. Then email us to find out more about sponsorship opportunities. Email eric at bigcountrymedia.net or find us on any of our social media pages just by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. I have no idea what song that is to bring us back in, but it was on the board, so I pressed the button. We're Sounds back. Good. This Sounds is nice. Good. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Smooth. Yeah. Well, welcome back to our to wrap this thing up for the podcast for a week. Uh, it's been a fun episode so far, guys. And John brought up a really good way to close this thing out. If you had to go on a car trip, and you're the driver, and you get to invite whoever you want, we figured three people. I might have broke the rules and wrote down four, but you said I can put somebody in a trunk, and I'll figure that one out <laughs> on mine. Um, who wants to go first? You're on a road trip. Mm-hmm. You're driving. Mm-hmm. Three or four people you're bringing with you. Yeah. I'll go. Go for it. Uh, my number one is I'm bringing Dana White, UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love hearing him talk. I like hearing him cuss. Yep. And I feel like he's got stories upon stories upon stories yeah. that I would love to listen to. Uh, from Mike Tyson to politics. I mean, he's kind of got his finger in everything. So that's one. And I get to ask him some questions that I really want to know the answers to. Yeah, these are our rules. So they, right. Yeah. Number two, uh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to make us laugh. Yeah. Wow. He, you know, and so then I get to chuckle after hearing these stories. <laughs> might make me laugh, might make me cry, might scare the crap yeah. out of me. Yeah. And then up front, sitting next to me, I'm going to have Dr. Dre because somebody's got to play the music. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Wow. That's right. Holy moly. You got a, I had, you got yeah, a wide range. Wide range. There. Yeah. But wow. somebody's got to play music. And I feel yeah. like he's got access to, he'll know what to throw on for each occasion. I'll go next. Yeah. And actually, I didn't think about this guy riding shotgun. But my number one was Will Ferrell. Yeah. Because when I'm on a road trip, I want to laugh. Yes. Like, we're going to stop at so many rest stops because we have to pee so bad from laughing on this trip. Right. Will Ferrell sitting shotgun. Absolutely. I'd be really curious what he DJs on that one. My next one, and I've always wanted to meet this man. It'll never happen, obviously. But it would add in a fun, or it'd be a little add some fun to it with Will Ferrell being there. George Bush Jr. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just that'd be great. Just doing the impersonate impersonations in the front seat the with us. With them. <laughs> yeah. and, and so we're putting George in the middle seat in the back. Okay. And the two guys, because I I want to laugh on this trip, and these guys go together like peanut butter and jelly. Vince Vaughn Ooh. and Owen Wilson. <laughs> yes. And they're sitting on either side of George oh Bush my goodness. Jr. Oh, yeah, you'd have a good time. Yeah. My goodness, that would be that'd be so funny. You would wreck the car. You would laugh so much. Oh yeah, there'd be tears. And I just, I just feel like uh, Will's sarcastic banter, yeah, would just be so funny. And then you'd have Vince Vaughn just talking nonstop, just high, yeah. high energy guy. And then you'd have philosophical Owen in the back as well. You know, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and George telling stories about the good old days. Yeah. So, I 
have like 17, right? Yeah. And if you ask me this in an hour, my answer is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Leach. Oh. Mm. Not even, and I would not want to talk about football one minute. No. He just seems to be so well read, so off the cuff. <laughs> you can ask him the most random stuff and he'll give you an answer. And, and if it's a long road trip, it'd take up time. Would, yeah. It'd take yeah. Up time. <laughs> so Mike Leach, as long as I don't talk about football. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. He's just way more than football. Yeah. Um, second one, and I I just changed it in my head. Second one would be Warren Buffett. Mm. Mm. Pay for uh, the trip. Yes. What's that? He could pay for the trip. Yeah. 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 He could pay for it. Um. Yeah, so Mike Leach and Warren Buffett, both well-read. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Warren Buffett, he's not the richest man in the world, but I think he's doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's doing okay. And uh, my third one, honestly, I'm switching it up again. Mike Riley. Yeah? Yeah. I would want because... He just, uh, you know, he had, before he got to Central, mm-hmm. I mean, he had a, you know, a, a maybe it wasn't a bumpy road, but he took different pathways to get to where he was at, you know. Yeah. Moved in his senior year, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. It was at, linked to multiple schools, Wazoo, Oregon Tech, I think mm-hmm. it was, Central, you know, had a cup of coffee with four different NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Tons of like I'm at to crawl or claw my way up the ladder everywhere he went, mm-hmm. you know, gets, you know, signed by the BC Lions and is a backup to Travis Lule, who was a maybe at the time a once in a generation kind of quarterback. And so, um, yeah, those, those awesome. are my, those are my, and, 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 you know, Correct me if I'm wrong, he graduated with a mechanical engineering degree. <laughs> yeah, so not, it wasn't like some dummy. communications degree like me or something like that, right? Yep. I can speak and write. Calm studies, baby. <laughs> Mike Riley can build bridges. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so um that's that those would be those would be my three. And again, ask me in an you know, yeah. some wild five cards. Min- five minutes. <laughs> wild cards I was also like flirting around with presidents and yeah. Um, you know, historical figures like Gandhi or whatever yeah. like that. But no, those were the three that I committed to. Dude, that'd be fun. We'll have to start making a list of subjects and in our show with list of one. subjects, cars that we would drive. Yeah. You know, I mean, this could go off for hours. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, what kind of car would you be in? You need a big one. You got some tall boys in yours. I know. You have to be like a. Yeah, you do, man. Yeah. Big SUV. Yeah, but it'd have to be a little bit. I don't know. It'd be goofy, but maybe it'd be like a Ford. What's the big old Ford excursion? Yeah, or expedition. Expedition. Excursion. excursion the one that's like one. a pickup, but it has a back to it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You know, I'm gonna text you guys with like, no, oh, yeah. I want to switch. Yeah, this is my new guy. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, LeBron James is on my cuff. Mm-hmm. LeBron James. Michael Jordan, and uh, who else would you put in that car? Would it get heated? I don't know if you'd want that much alpha. Gary Payton. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be, sometimes it might get tense. It'd be a tense drive, but it'd be entertaining. It'd be like 3 in the morning, you're in Nebraska. <laughs> Pull over. There's no. a hoop. <laughs> There's a basketball hoop right there. The, yeah. Break it into some corn farmer's. <laughs> Barnyard to uh, solve an issue. You know what? You know how about the best in each position? I w- would you love to see Wilt, Bill Russell, and Shaq go against each other? Oh yeah, yeah. You talk about a big car. That you would need be a big, big car. car. You, you need know? extensions everywhere you go on that. Yeah. Would you want? Yeah. I like it. GP, the glove, Allen Iverson, and. We'll have to do this again. We'll just have to narrow it down to like a specific yeah, era, uh, subject. Yeah, like yeah. NBA small forwards. 
<laughs> yeah, boom. <Go. laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, guys, thank you. That was a fun. Uh, that was a fun episode. Congratulations yep. again to the Central. bulldog women. That's right, and the Central Central women. women. You got the bulldogs. They get to keep that. Uh, get to keep that gold ball sitting in That's their. Right. Sitting in their school here uh, for as long as they, for a year at least. Yeah. Maybe two. Who knows? Maybe we two. Don't see. Who knows? But when we get back, we will be sun, windburnt. Not sunburnt. We don't get sunburnt in this county. We get windburnt. Yeah, we do. And we'll be talking some spring sports rolling up here shortly. So, without further ado, get out there, support, and uh, we'll catch you soon. so big, this town's so small If you circle the square, you've seen it all There's no quick fix for a broken heart When everybody knows who you are The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music. Are you a company looking to support local athletic coverage? If so, think about sponsoring the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. If you're interested in sponsoring, please reach out via email to eric at bigcountrymedia.net to find out more information. Whether it's the main sponsor of our sports podcast, getting a company shout out on the new 2022 YouTube video series, sponsoring our monthly rodeo podcast, is just a great way to help support local coverage of all local sports and rodeo from our great Kittitas Valley. Please check us out on our social media by searching Kittitas Valley Sports Talk or again, reach out via email to eric at bigcountrymedia.net.